whatever you fuel yourself with primarily in the day, the first thing you give yourself is aside from water will be what your body will chase for the rest of the day. So you give yourself a bagel in the morning, you wonder why you can't stop, you know, craving chips and bread and all that kind of and sugar throughout the day. It's because you gave yourself sugar in the morning. You give yourself nutrition, you give yourself caffeine in the morning. Come two o'clock, you go to crash, you gotta go to your favorite coffee spot and get some more of that caffeine. Now, if you give yourself nutrition in the morning, all those other things will still exist and be around you, but you'll find yourself just all of a sudden just naturally being able to show up Give yourself nutrition. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated, Exploring Mind and Body. We got Cootie here with us, so without further ado, welcome to the show, my man. Man, thank you for having me, Drew. It's a pleasure. All right, so today we're going to be talking about a number of different things, but I always like our guests to give a, to have a chance or opportunity to speak to our audience a bit, just to let them know who you are, what you do. So why don't we start with that? Well, I'm Cootie Mack, personal trainer, nutritionist. Uh, I, motivational speaker sounds kind of corny to me, but I do like to inspire people to be their best. My brand is Be Your Best Daily, B-Y-B-D. And my philosophy is very simple. If you can just string together your best day, just put together a good day today and repeat that seven times, you've got your best week. Repeat that four times, you've got your best month. Repeat that 12 times, you've got your best year. Repeat that 12, uh, 10 times, you've got your best decade and so on and so forth. And if you trip up, just start all over again. <laughs> so how did you get into this? Oh, wow. Uh, the quickest story is I've always been into fitness. Um, I've been an athlete since I was eight years old. I'm nine years old now. So it's like <laughs> I've been doing it for decades. But I was a music industry executive, first and foremost, by profession, straight out of college and did that very well at the highest of levels. And um, it was a situation with my father, who to the eye was in great shape, but actually had a blood pressure incident that almost took him out. And I watched him flatline over the course of almost two weeks straight in the hospital like two times. And in the course and in the course of seeing that, it really wanted me, it really forced me to drill down even deeper into nutrition. Um, fitness and exercise, I pretty much had down, as did he. But nutrition seemed to be a thing that was a missing component in his life. Like we both ate well in our separate spheres. We both ate well compared to the people around us. But when I saw him almost die, and when I saw my numbers starting to tick in the wrong direction in terms of cholesterol, etc., and my doctor being just gracious enough to say, "Hey, man." I can look at you and see you're in shape, but something is not right. It could be genetics or it could be something else. But I'm going to give you a chance to organically fix it. And if you can fix it, we won't put you on meds. I'm an immigrant. Um, my father's of Nigerian descent. My mom is as well. I have family in the UK, family in Nigeria, et cetera, et cetera. So because of that, coming to the United States, you know, they just thought everybody in my family has like one of those 
doctor, engineer, you know, nursing type gigs. So I'm surrounded by people in the medical profession. And because of that, I had a chance to uh, work with my uncle at his pharmacy. When I worked at his pharmacy, I saw people who were dependent on blood pressure meds, dependent on cholesterol meds, cholesterol meds, and people that if they just stopped taking them would die. So me thinking it all the way out, I was like, okay, my pops almost died. I'm in decent shape, but my cholesterol is ticking this way. How can I fix this? Because I do not want to be pharmaceutically dependent. And the combination of those things just made me drill down and, and focus on these things as a layperson. Because I'll remind you, I was a music business executive when all this was happening. But once you find out something good, once you find out something true, the first thing you want to do is tell somebody else. And so as I started telling more and more people, I became more of a zealot of sorts. And then I hit a stretch in the music business where it went through a recession of sorts. Um, it went through an economic downturn of sorts. And in that midst, you were doing the same work, if not more, for less money. It felt a lot less rewarding, but I still just maneuvered within. I just pivoted and reinvented myself. And so at this point, I was in management. And as a manager, the thing with management is that, with artist management, is if your artist doesn't move, you don't make money. So once we got to a point where the artist I was working with just was at a standstill in terms of their mo their their, their movement. You know, either they would turn down gigs or we were waiting on the next album to come out. And I'm sitting there and like, okay, I'm a grown man. I need money, but it's dependent on this other person. And anytime I go through, I've been through a personal economic downturn. What I've done is made sure that I'm healthy because in, in America, two things are super expensive. The quickest ways to go broke in America are to get sick or get sued. I try not to get sued. <laughs> so, so the only thing that's left is getting sick. So when I feel like uh, my money was looking kind of funny, I was like, let me make sure that I am healthy. So here I am studying nutrition to make sure that my father's life and quality of life isn't short-circuited unnecessarily. And then also drilling down on me just exercising and working out so that I don't have to spend any extra money. In the course of those two things colliding, what happened was I started generating a following within my, within my spheres of influence, whether it was friends, the gym. I became the person where everybody was watching how I was working out. Everybody was asking me what I was eating, but I was not a trainer. I was not a nutritionist, although I had gotten certified in nutrition just for my father. Now, I didn't think the trainers made a lot of money, so I was kind of, I, I never even thought about it as a vocation, but as I was sitting there lamenting the fact that my artist wasn't moving and I needed to make some more money, a friend of mine who was a very successful trainer said I should look into be, being a trainer. And I was just like, man, nobody should. That's, that's like being a lifeguard. Like, you know, that's seasonal work for kids. Like, you know, no. And then he told me how much he was making. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> and then and then on top of that, um, every gym I would go into that I was a member of, usually I came in there with three or four people who were just friends of friends or friends of my own that just wanted to, you know, know how to work out. And I would just show them what I was doing. I didn't consider myself an expert per se, but I would just show them what I was doing or they were referred to me. And, and I needed workout buddies anyway, because I was used to working out by myself. And so what would happen is the trainers or the management of each gym would always pull me aside and be like, hey, buddy, you can't train in here. And I'd be like, I'm not training. I'm, I'm just working out with my friends like everybody else is. And they're like, well, if you're not a trainer, you need to be a trainer because every other, every other trainer's clients are watching what you're doing and commenting on it and wanting to be a part of what you're doing. And then one of my friends, again, who was a trainer said, now, if you took, he just gave me some simple math. 
if you took those four people to come to you with the come to you, the gym with you every day times x amount of dollars you'd be making boom right now and it wasn't like chump change and i remember being like are you serious and he's like very serious and that was when I started changing my mind towards my attitude about becoming a, a personal trainer. And I was all right. And then the nutrition game was something that I've found even to this very moment. When I start talking nutrition amongst trainers, that's the separation. That's where, you know, my approach to nutrition is, is a delineation between me and a lot of trainers. So a lot of trainers will talk nutrition, but don't really get to the nuts and bolts of it in a natural, legitimate way. And I've got a tried and true tested method that works. So nutrition is medicine and nutrition basically comes down to vitamins, minerals, enzymes, proteins, antioxidants, fiber, the good stuff, the stuff that helps your body do what it needs to do. Our primary fuel source. What we have gotten away with as human beings, especially advanced human beings, is getting so, so, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? convenient about the way we feed ourselves but the thing is anytime convenience comes into play there's a cost there's always a cost of convenience no matter what the arena and so we've gotten so industrialized with our food we've gotten so far off the mark that, a, that almost 60 to 70 percent of every disease that affects us in the in the in modern western world is is a byproduct of something that we're eating or not eating enough of mm. and so I just really like to take people back to basics. When in doubt, like I talked about with my financial situation, when I when it, when my financial situation was in doubt, I said, let me get back to the basics. Let me be healthy. And it's the same kind of thing with life in general. When you are not feeling the way you're supposed to feel, when things are going the wrong way, I think I even said this inadvertently when I was talking about my history. I saw my cholesterol numbers going in a certain direction. And because I had a doctor that isn't a uh, prescription first, he was like, I can tell that you're already are vested in your body. I can look at you and say, this is a guy that works out. How about you think about what you're eating and see if we can fix it that way? And that was tremendous for me because I didn't even realize it then because I wasn't a personal trainer or nutritionist then. But what that did was it just reminded me of the same things I grew up with in my house. In my house, even though everybody was a nurse and a doctor, scientist of some sort, if I came home as a child and said, mom, I have a headache, the first thing she'd ask me was, did you eat? And mind you, she's a nurse. She'd say, did you eat? And I'd be like, mm, no, go eat. After I ate, come back an hour later, still got a headache. Okay, um, how long did you sleep? Take a rest. She was always giving me these natural remedies for a headache. And if after all, all these things were gone through, because I was just coming to her, honestly, to see if she would let me get a Tylenol. <laughs> but but she but she was, she would not go medicine first. She'd be food. She'd be rest. She'd be you know natural remedies. And then if all of that didn't work, are you hydrated? Drink some water. Then she would give me medicine. So I'm I've never been big on medicine. Um, you know, in the pre-show we were talking about allergies. Even with my allergies, I try very hard to avoid taking medicine because just I just don't feel right when I take pills. I don't even take multivitamins because the thing is, if you think about a multivitamin. A multivitamin is called a supplement, right? Now, what's the, I'm big on words. So supplement means what to you? It means you, it's in addition to, so you supplement your diet with Exactly. So you haven't, because you, even though you're eating, you're not eating enough of vitamin A, B, and C. So you get this supplement in a pill. So what that means is that you actually should be able to get this stuff from what you're eating. You should have the stuff in your system, but because we've gotten so convenient with things, it's like, okay, you're eating all this stuff, but since you're not getting enough of it, we'll make a pill for it. And so when I realized that, I was like, okay, we're designed. 
we're designed to function at a high level and we're we've taken ourselves inadvertently away from functioning at that level be by just eating stuff that isn't food and i'll even to that point the word food by definition is a food is a sus substance that's taken in by an organism to propel and sustain life now off of that uh, off of that definition alone if you look at most of the stuff that we eat on a day-to-day -day basis it's not food <laughs> you get what i'm saying like it's not food yeah. so i from a, to answer your question i espouse us getting back to the basics of eating and drinking the things that promote life eating and drinking the things that nature has set up for us to be well and when you do that you'll be amazed at how the body just starts to self-correct so for it's I like you're like i like where you're at 100 I'm, I'm the same way how do you bridge the gap between people that can rationalize and understand what you're saying and then the, con the convenience of fast food of microwaves to make it so easy to not just be simple and have, make yourself a salad you know right and you know what the funny thing is it's seen it's, we've gotten so backwards that it seems hyper uh uh inconvenient to to eat healthy right and i get it it doesn't it doesn't sound fun like it's it's so oxy it's it's so ironic to me that now doing the right thing doing the proper thing seems so hard and so arduous and so boring and so complicated when it's not like picking up an apple and eating it versus like you know ordering you know whatever from from a fast food spot or or it's it's really a lot easier to be healthier than it is to not but because we we've we've adopted a lifestyle that changes that the way i bridge the gap honestly is i'm i have people just actually sit and contemplate how how um how they feel when they are eating foods that i call off program because i will say this i love food so i'm not one of those people that you know is going to tell you to eat you know bark and 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 then you know you know and and and, and boil it and that's that's your dinner for the day <laughs> no i want you to eat like real foods that you enjoy but what i am saying is that off program foods are the foods that take you away from being healthy on program foods are the ones that take you towards your health and fitness goals and so when i'm telling people remind just asking them how they feel when they're eating off program foods and then i introduce them to eating on program i just ask them to rock with me for a few weeks and when they start doing it they start to see things happen that they they, they thought were just impossible or that they had gone so far beyond the pale that they can't come back to a certain stasis of being healthy for instance um we're all sugar addicts you know life and society just makes that so it, it, we are all addicted to sugar we're all running off of this energy that's really like a false energy that has us crashing at two o'clock in the afternoon i tell people all the time and when i say that some people go well i don't like sweets starchy carbs are sugar your body processes in the same way so you may not like sweets but you might like uh crackers or chips or pretzels or something and, and so i asked this question like and think and, and why don't you go ahead and answer this drew so have you ever been have you ever thought you were starving, just hungry, and you go to your refrigerator or your cupboard, and when you open it, it's not empty. There's stuff lining the, the shelves all in there, and you go, man, there's nothing to eat in here. <laughs> Did it ever happen to you? Sure. And see, what that is, if you go back, and the next time that happens to you, stop and look at what you're actually looking at. And what you will see is you will see an absence of obvious quick sugar. So in other words, if you open up the cabin, if you open up the fridge, and all you see is celery, kale um berries apples and water you'll be like man there's nothing to eat in here but if you had opened it up and seen a piece of cake or even seen some fruit like um 
say diced pineapples. I love pineapples. Diced pineapples, i.e. Ready, readily accessible, but high in sugar content. That's what you'll grab. Or you see orange juice versus the water. You're going to grab the orange juice. Why? Because that's, that's where the sugar is. And we think that we have low willpower. We think that we just can't conquer ourselves. We think that we're just weak-minded. But really, it's a biological decision. By the time your body is telling you that you need to eat something, by the time you feel that grumble, you've already passed where you're supposed to be in terms of your energy depletion. So when you open up the refrigerator, your your body's going to just zero in like, like, a, like the machine that it is and say, Where's the sugar? Because we can convert that to energy way faster than if we have to metabolize nutrition. So that's a simple example that I just gave you. It just shows us all how we are literally addicts and will behave like addicts. And, and we've adopted that addictive behavior into a norm. But once I show you that and give you some real life experience and alternatives to how to combat that, then you can start making really sound decisions. And then you can, and once you've seen that stuff, you can't unsee it. Like now that I've told you this, the next time you open up the fridge and think that you're hungry or thirsty and see something to drink and see something to eat and say, nah, I don't want that. You'll know, oh man, Cootie told me about this. <laughs> so what do you do? What, what are you teaching your clients that are rec like self-recognition and, and bringing awareness? And what are some of the action steps they can do to change that mindset of just looking for a quick sugar? So what I'm about to present you with, literally, if you and everybody watching and listening adopts it, I'm out of business as is just about every doctor. All right. Juice vegetables. Get a juicer and juice vegetables. Be clear. I didn't say juice fruit. Eat your fruit. I love fruit but juice vegetables. Um, I didn't say get a smoothie. Smoothies are great meal replacements. You know, smoothies are where you blend everything up together. You can get this nice frothy mix of fruits and whatever you throw in there. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a juicer where it's, it's a machine that separates pulp from liquid and you get the liquid from vegetables. And when, you, when, I, and when I say vegetables, I would say start simple, cucumber and spinach. Cucumber and spinach, if you're afraid that the taste might throw you off, and it doesn't, but let's just say you just can't get past that. If you're a fan of something like ginger, and this is the one exception I'll make as far as fruit goes. If, if, if something like a lime, you know, will help you kind of, you know, take it down without any issues, juice, cucumber, spinach with a touch of ginger and or lime. Do that within 90 minutes of waking up. Do that one more time in the afternoon or evening. What will happen there is you are mainlining straight to your bloodstream in the fastest way possible, clean pure nutrition. When your body has nutrition, your body won't seek the other stuff, including sugar. Now, again, if it was as simple as me saying it and you doing it, I'd be out of work. <laughs> just, just frankly speaking. So half of my job is just reminding people to do that. But at the end of the day, what I'm asking you to do, and that's the quickest way to do it. So I gave you all that for free. That's a super fact that I get for free. But, um, at the end of the day, bomb your system with nutrition. If you look at any health and fitness program that's worth its weight in salt, what you will see, salt's not a good one to use, but that's worth its weight. <laughs> what, you, what you will see is that uh, even if it's an exercise program, even if it's a 90-day workout program, in the fine print, they're always going to advise you somehow, some way to eat right, okay? Because you can't just you know go running for miles, lift a bunch of weight, and then eat however you want to eat and get the results you legitimately want. I want people to be healthy from the inside. I want them to be their best from the inside. Whenever you're your best on the inside, fundamentally, it shows on the outside. So bomb your system with nutrition. The quickest and easiest way to do that is juicing 
vegetables, and um, you'll be off to the races. One last thing before I forget, the, this is another tidbit of information, another super fact. So the pillars of my whole thing are superfoods, super moves, and super facts. The superfoods are what you eat, the super moves are the exercises, the super facts are just the information. Take, take this information with you. This is a super fact. So whatever you fuel yourself with primarily in the day, the first thing you give yourself is, aside from water will be what your body will chase for the rest of the day. So you give yourself a bagel in the morning. You wonder why you can't stop, you know, craving chips and bread and all the kind of, and sugar throughout the day. It's because you gave yourself sugar in the morning. You give yourself nutrition, you give yourself caffeine in the morning. Come two o'clock, you go to crash. You got to go to your favorite coffee spot and get some more of that caffeine. Now, if you give yourself nutrition in the morning, all those other things will still exist and be around you, but you'll find yourself just all of a sudden just naturally being able to shrug them off. Give yourself nutrition. Yeah, I like that, the nutrition part of it, because we, we talk about that often as well, as, especially when it comes to cravings, is that you're craving something because your body's lacking something when it comes right. to nutrition. So Right, and that's what we were saying earlier about supplements. You know, you're getting these supplements because you're not giving yourself enough. And again, when I was in college, I remember thinking, you know, you know in college, you, you, you feel like you're an adult, right? And, <laughs> and you, you have some say-so over what you're eating now because your parents aren't there. And so I'd save up my little couple bucks and go to McDonald's or whatever fast food spot and get a number three, which was like a burger, some fries and a drink. Now, that looked like a whole square meal to me back then. Now that I know what I know about nutrition, I'm looking and seeing it the way my body biologically sees it. So let's look at that meal. That complete meal now is a beverage, which is water with some dye and some sugar. The uh, side were French fries, which was carbs, the potato, deep fried in fat with salt. So sugar, salt, fat. And then we got this burger, two patties of some meat-like substance, <laughs> grayish brown meat-like substance. So I guess there's some protein in there. Bread, three stacks of sugar, some fat, some uh, uh, iceberg lettuce, rent, you know, nutritionless fiber, and cheese or some cheese-like substance as well. A little bit of dairy, a little bit of protein. That plastic cheese? <laughs> The yellow cheese. Right. <laughs> right. So, and so when you think about that, that's not a lot of nutrition, but you leave your bellies full, right? And you think you've had a square meal, but there's no nutrition in that. So you went through the exercise of eating and paying for it, but you never really gave yourself real, like I, like I said before, food, uh, substances that sustain and promote life. You didn't do that. So, and that's just one meal. <laughs> you know, if you lunch, dinner, breakfast, over and over and over, over and over and over, boom. So yes, it's um, cravings. Your body will crave when it doesn't have. So be proactive, be preemptive, give yourself nutrition. So when it comes to morning, a lot of people, we deal with the same thing. People come to us and say, oh, I don't, I don't eat breakfast in the morning. Never really been a breakfast person. So mm -hmm. what, what is your response to that? Cause I'm, I know you've heard it. <laughs> Think about it. The word breakfast is break fast. If now one of the biggest holes in my, in my whole fitness game is rest. I don't get nearly as much, as much rest as I should. Thanks to the pandemic, you know, you know, with respect to people who've been you know, negatively impacted by it, um, the pandemic for me slowed the world down. So it gave me an opportunity to sleep a little bit more. Uh, but that said, if you're sleeping six to eight hours a night, you have not eaten or had anything to drink for six to eight hours. That's why when you wake up and you have that first meal, it's called a break fast because you've been fasting. When people talk about intermittent fasting. Technically, we all intermittent fast every single day, right? So Boom, you break that fast. Now, I used to be a, a person who didn't eat breakfast either. I used to say, well, I'm not going to eat until I'm hungry. But like I explained earlier, by the time you feel hungry, you're already deprived. And when you're deprived, what you're going to do is you're going to make 
deprived decisions. You're going to make quick fix decisions. You're not going to make healthy decisions. And that's why a lot of people struggle with eating well because they've already starved themselves and then put themselves in an emergency situation with the e-light of their, of their gas tank is on. And so they're looking for sugar, looking for cheap energy. So be preemptive, be proactive, have some fruit in the morning. Um, juice, definitely juice within the first 90 minutes of waking up and a, your energy is just going to be, you know, just going to be on a supreme level. B, you won't have that nasty crash in the afternoon that you do when you, when you do stuff like caffeine and sugar. C, you'll be functional at a high level. And if you decide to eat anything else throughout the course of the morning or the day, you're going to make the proper decision because you're making it from, you're making it from a standpoint of already being fulfilled as opposed to, and just topping off as opposed to desperation. We only have a few minutes left, but I did want to ask you, you talked about super moves. Could you tell us about what kind of workouts you set out for your clients in a condensed form? In a condensed form, basically the kind of workouts I set up for my clients with my super moves. I, I've been doing this for whew, over a decade and a half. And I want, so basically I've gone through a lot of exercises. And what I like to do is find the exercises and foods that get you to where you need to go per your goals as quickly and efficient as possible. If you go to my Instagram page, you'll see a hashtag Friday finishers. These Friday finishers are exercises or super moves that literally within four minutes, sometimes, you know, five or six, but literally the shortest exercises are like four minutes. And in that four minute workout, you will absolutely feel absolutely worked out depending on what your, your goals are, depending on what body parts you're trying to work. So if you go to my Instagram page at Cootie Mac, K-U, T-I-M-A-C-K at Cootie Mac on Instagram and, and just look through the hashtag Friday finishers. You'll see a slew of moves for every body part that you have and you can find a way to work out. If you just did that one move per, per prescription, what will happen is you'll feel totally worked out for arms or cardio, whatever it may be. If you want to, if you'd like to spend more time in the gym, I totally understand that too, because sometimes you just need the time to blow the steam off. So if you take two or three of those exercises, give yourself two or three minutes rest in between them, you will have an entire workout that takes about eh, 30 minutes or so. Um, yeah, around 30 minutes or less. So it's still a short workout, but I promise you, you will be absolutely wiped. So my super moves definitely are customized towards whatever your goals are. And I have plenty of them available on social media. Awesome. All right, Cootie, is there anything that we missed before we wrap things up? Um, I said it earlier, but I want to say it again. You know, uh, be your best daily is my mantra. It is my business. A day starts whenever you start the day. Because some of us have different work schedules. Some people get up and, you know, they get up at three o'clock in the morning, like I used to as a trainer pre-pandemic. Some people sleep all through the day and they work what they call the graveyard shift. But whenever your day starts is when your day starts. So if you're having a cruddy day, it's never too late to end that cruddy day. And with your eyes still open, start the next great day. Start the next shot at your best day. And again, if you string together 24 hours of just two or three legitimate accomplishments, you've had one of your best days ever. It doesn't take much. And once you've done that four to seven times in, in the span of like a week, you've had your best week. And if you have your best week four times over, you've had your best month. If you've had your month, best month, 12 months over, you've had your best year. If you've had your best year, 10 years over, you had your best decade. It's all ordered, but it all starts with that first day. Be your best daily. Don't worry about you know, having my arms or having, you know, Drew's haircut, you should be your best daily. I used to have a mohawk too, so I'm not clowning. I, I, I wore a mohawk for <laughs> okay. 10 years. Um, be your best daily, okay? 
Be your best daily. And that's how it starts. Just incremental bites. Break life down into incremental shots. If it takes a couple hours to get to your best day, do that. But be your best daily. Awesome. All right, Cootie, tell us how we can get a hold of you, send you a message, follow along. Where can we reach at? Oh, for sure. What, what you can do is you can find me on my website, bybdfitness.com. Um, I have a program called the Six Week Super You, and you can go there. And that's that's like a six-week program that can get you straight if you need a fitness reboot. If you just have a question in general, find me on Instagram, as I mentioned before, at Cootie Mac, K-U-T-I-M-A-C-K. And if you DM me on Facebook, on, I'm sorry, if you DM me on Instagram and, uh, let me, and let me know that you heard me here on this show, I'll send you some kind of freebie that'll help your life guaranteed. Awesome. All right, my man, that was fantastic. Thank you so much for taking some time for us today on Exploring Mind and Body. This is awesome, man. I love your platform and I'm grateful to be here. Appreciate it. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post up there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.